five, it's the shift. Oh my goodness. We are in a different spot again. Francisco's excited. We are live. Live from Daniel S. Frawley Stadium, the home Shout to Dan. of the Wilmington Blue Rocks. How about that, man? Shout out to Dan. How about We're that? Here. We're here. It's a beautiful ballpark. Uh, I haven't been here in a couple of years. And you know what? I'm a little I'm a little upset at myself. I should have been here. Uh, it shouldn't have it shouldn't have been two years. I should have been back here last year. Should've I should have visited uh, me. Yeah, what the heck? Well, yeah. I didn't know you. Yeah, well what? towards the end. To the end of the end, season. Yeah. I was still here we towards the end of the season. If you didn't know, I worked here. I was a broadcaster here uh, for two seasons. Um, worked in the broadcast booth, variety of roles. Um, so I know this place pretty well uh, here in Wilmington, Delaware. But, man, it, it, you just feel baseball here, Francis. Absolutely. It feels like baseball here. Um, going to be a great game tonight. We get, we're going to visit and we're going to see uh, the Hudson Valley Renegades versus the Wilmington Blue Rocks. They're out on the field behind us right now. we got some um, legends in the building as well. We've Coco got, uh, Crisp. Coco Crisp. One of the coaches of, yeah. uh, of the Wilmington Blue Rocks helps out in their farm system. Yeah, that's pretty and, cool. Uh, yeah, I, listen, it's going to be a great show. We have a lot in store. We'll also probably have an interview for you on a different episode, not in our normal show as we do here, uh, with someone who works with the Wilmington Blue Rock. So a lot of great stuff coming your way. But Francisco, it would be wrong of us not to talk about the trade deadline. Of course, we have uh, to. We, like, like, it, was, it was boring. Let's it be was real. Boring. It was a boring <laughs> was deadline. Boring. <laughs> We're going to try to make this as fun as possible. Uh you know, there, there were a lot of trades, just not a lot of noteworthy ones. Let's be real. There weren't a lot of noteworthy trades this year. So, but we'll get to them. We're going to try to, we're going to try to kind of, you know, give you guys this year's winners and losers, but also maybe like, let's, let's look at teams that a year from now will regret these trades or they're going to love them. You know, are these teams going to get to the postseason? They're going to make a deep run. Are these teams not? Are these teams going to regret not going for a guy? <coughs> Yankees, uh, oh, Phillies oh, going oh. for a corner outfielder. I mean, both of those. Well, we're going to get we're going to get into that. But uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of things to talk about with the trade deadline. I, st- I still think there are. I yeah, I, it was boring. I can't lie. Yeah. It was a boring deadline. Like right. it wasn't like yeah, Verlander got traded. Yeah, Scherzer got traded. He was like like before the day of the deadline. So like it wasn't the excitement you were waiting for on deadline day. Right. Um, but yeah, like. I it, there wasn't fireworks as like you, there have been in years past, and this year like shout out to the Dodgers a yeah, couple like, years ago, and, and as mm-hmm. well like everything happened at six o'clock. Like right. how many trades came through at six o'clock? Like you're waiting there all day watching. Did Flaherty come? Yeah. Did Florida, Flaherty the Orioles come down late? I think it that did. was like it one was of the late. last ones. It was, it was like you're you're thinking it might be C's to the Orioles or something yeah. like that, and it wasn't. Like look, Flaherty's. He's been an elite pitcher in the past, so we'll yeah. get into it. But there, you know, like you said, there just weren't a lot of like blockbuster. Gr- yeah, there weren't blockbusters. There wasn't blockbuster because there was yeah, there well, wasn't movement. Like there just wasn't movement. Like the like like I feel like there was too many teams this year that think they're in it and they're not. Like there's too many things that think they're in it. Well, and they're yeah. Not. Like well, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll talk about I that. Think, I think there are. I mean, like who? I'll give you the Padres. You want to talk the about Padres. It the Padres should not. I mean, hey, they're what they're they're Padres a game. Should under, not have they had so much talent. They're a game under five hundred right now. Yeah, you go for it. Okay, it's not like they're the Mets who are seven under five hundred, or maybe the Yankees should have sold the I Cubs. Don't know. Another team. Not. I don't think. Yeah, they, the they Cubs should, are a weird one. Weird. You know, they should maybe, have sold off. Yeah, they they did, but you know they got hot. They got hot, and they said, "Hey, 
We're gonna retrain. We're gonna retain Strowman. We're gonna retrain. We re keep saying retrain. retrain. Can you, can you retrain? Well, okay, you're just too excited. Well, you know what? Cody Bellinger needed to be retrained. I think you're just I think excited. You're a Wilmington. You're excited. You're a Wilmington. Of course. Can't even get his words been, correct. I, I mean, we Can't were. We were. Correct. I was like, I don't even know what wires. I was I putting know. the camera or into the the podcast. We almost whatever. got stung by bees to do this show. Yes. I hope you know that. We almost like died. And I mean, yeah, my mother. My mother had to go to the ER before. All right. All right. I'm, 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 Are you serious? I'm dead, dead serious. Are you How serious? How dare you disrespect my mother? Are you serious? How dare you disrespect oh my, my mother? Goodness. She, a couple of years ago, you know, she does her yard work, and, you know, she she shouldn't do as oh, much as she does. Oh, you mean years ago. I thought you were talking about just now. No, like, like I thought you were going to lie no, to the people. It's about to rain, by the way. We're about to have a rain delay on this <laughs> podcast. Have a rain I just delay. definitely felt, either I spit on my arm, I definitely did. That's I think, what it, was, it, was. I think it was the But the I feel ladder. the rain in the air, <laughs> in the air of the night, like Phil Collins. Uh, but, no, my mother, she got stung by a bee while she was doing yard work, probably 2002. 19, right before the pandemic started, and I had to take her to the ER. And now she has an EpiPen just in case something wow. happens. Yeah, so, That's you bad. know, I might have to, you know, spin kick yeah. a bee or something. Now all my, <laughs> we got to keep you away from the bees, too. All these mosh keep you away from the I might have to. Uh, I was closer to it, though. Yeah, and the one guy that was here, shout out to the guy who, who helped us. I'm sorry I don't know his name. We Maybe we should have we should have got his name, and we maybe we will. One of the workers uh, here. Yeah. Great guy. Uh, yeah, he, he, sh he showed us, like, the outlet to use, and... Outcome like 15 bees. It was it was a family of bees. I don't even know what you call a family of bees. You, know, you got like a bundle of bananas. That's not even bundle of bananas. It's bundle a finger, of bees. Finger of bananas. Bundle of bees. It was a finger right. of bees. Anyway, Let's get we almost got, got buzzed by some bees. Okay, <laughs> whatever that means. Uh, so, but well, uh, here's where I want to start, Nick. As we finally get here, um, give me, and I'm gonna give you my American League. Got it. Uh, my biggest American League uh, trade for the deadline, or from the deadline, and you give me your National League. Okay. Do you want to rock paper scissors for who goes? You first? go first. I'll give you. I'll okay. give you the floor. Right. I, I opened the show today, okay. which doesn't usually yeah, happen. I know. I'm so. sorry. I, I, you know what? I, I, on the way here, I thought about it, and I was like, I'd never ask him if he wants to do it. But you know, I have in the past. He's like, Yeah, hey, you do it. It's your show. I'm like, No, it's our show. So don't do that. <laughs> good guy. It's what our show. Right? It's our show. So don't listen to this guy. <laughs> You, I mean, normally you don't listen to this guy anyway, but all right. So, for the American League, I mean, I'm not going anything crazy here. Mm -hmm. I think when it comes to the Houston Astros, when you get somebody like Justin Verlander back, someone who has struggled with injury problems this year coming off the Cy Young, and even when he was healthy in the first part of the season wasn't all that great, was pretty mediocre. When you don't have to pay that salary, when the Mets still have to pay his salary, I don't know if the Rangers have to pay Scherzer's salary, and the Rangers aren't too far behind the Astros, uh, and we're going to talk about them too. Getting Verlander to help this rotation out, McCullers is out for the year, right? Yeah. I believe so. I so. I Christian right. Javier isn't what yep. they expected him to be this year. Framber Valdez, obviously the complete opposite. He threw, throws no hitter last night. Throws a Maddox. Um, but Verlander in this rotation now comes back to Houston, and you get Kendall Graveman as well. Kendall Graveman, one of the better relievers in baseball. And now you get Jordan Alvarez back. And hopefully he stays healthy along with Altuve. Um, oh, it definitely is raining. Uh, but we're going to get through it. Hopefully it's just light rain. That's all it is, just light rain. We'll be okay. Yeah, right. We might need to bring the tarp out for the uh, podcast. <laughs> yeah, but we have to shift over to the inside. Oh, look what he did. He's got bars. So, so yeah, I, I would say I, I would say as I'm moving up. See, I'm so excited. I'm like moving up moving, towards. You're going I'm right here. into the camera. Um, I'm just so excited. I'm so excited. Uh, excited to be here with you. 
Uh, but I'm I a think, little excited to be here. Ah, here we go. <laughs> so I, I would say it's Verlander to the Astros. I know it's an obvious one, but the Astros are in a race with the Rangers. I don't know how concerned they are with winning the division. I mean, of course you want to win the division. They're close. Um, but they're a team that's trying to win back-to-back World Series now. That's what you do when you get Graveman. They did give up a couple of their prospects, but um, the, the, the Astros, according to Fangraphs, they have like the 30th ranked farm, farm system. It's not like it used to be. So, I mean, I, I, they don't care. Yeah, they don't they care. Don't care. They and they have Jeremy prospect. Pena. Yeah. They have, they, they've got, you know, Christian Javier's having a down year yep. a little bit. But um, I would say easily it's the Astros okay. uh, with, with Verlander and Graveman. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Um, I'm going to preview my winner a little bit in this trade. Okay. Um, Josh Bell to the Marlins. Now, I know. Just that one or, like, the Marlins in general? Because I, well, that's I, why I want to say I'm going to – Yeah, that's yeah, my go favorite ahead. trade, and that's why yeah, it's going to preview Graveman my winner. I include Graveman with yeah. the Astros, yeah. So, I, listen, I, I think the Marlins, what they did at the deadline, I, I thought yes. it was really, really interesting. I know they just lost 3-4 of four to the Phillies. You know, I, I don't Thank mind Thank you. That. We appreciate it. Don't mind that. We appreciate it. Um, but, listen, the, the Marlins have trouble with runners in scoring position. They don't have a lot of power in their offense, in their lineup. Um, so I, I, I got to go Josh Bell. I, I really like that move. They also brought in Jake Berger as well. Yeah, I mean, Berger was a good one. Like, all these moves yeah. about David Robinson. David Robinson, yeah. He hasn't been good. Thank no. you. <laughs> so, we appreciate it. But, I mean, listen, they're, they're making moves. moves to make a wild card chase. So the Marlins, I, I think they added some more power, which is something that they have not had this year. They really haven't had. We've like 27th in slugging or something along those lines. They're, they're at the bottom of the barrel. Um, so when you only have a guy like Jorge Soler, who's the only person really with power on this team, we know Arise, you know, with all the base hits, right. he's at the top of the lineup. Jazz Chisholm, I mean, he's more of a contactor. He's not going to give you a ton of power. Right. But when you add a guy like Josh Bell to this lineup, I, I think it makes them a little more dangerous on the offensive side. And he had a really good debut in his first game. Um, so, you know, a couple of RBIs. Traded, by the way, Bell got traded last year at the deadline. He Remember? did. He went San to the Diego. Padres. Yeah, yeah, so now he leaves the Guardians. And now Robertson, to too. There's a couple of guys here that just are used and to it. Former Philly. So yeah. I, I like what the Marlins did. You know, Robertson is what he is. He can give you some innings. I don't know why they keep using him in, in these high-leverage situations in the ninth. closer for the Mets this year. I know, but uh, he, he's he's had a lot of trouble. I didn't trust him on the Phillies. I don't love him there. I like him that's as more of a seventh, eighth inning guy. I, I, that's just where I am with Robertson. Yeah. But I, I like the moves they made. I think the Marlins can make a push to the playoffs. They've had a really good season. they got some really good hitters on this team. So, Lair. Chisholm. Chisholm can stay healthy. Yeah, if yeah. he can stay on the field, they'll, they'll be good. A rise at the top of the lineup, it's a nice little team they got. They gave up some prospects, fine. Segura was having a down year, but they, they definitely upgraded. The Marlins are better than they were than they than, than, than they were before. Before the deadline, now after the deadline, they're better now. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Um, props to you for your take. I, I actually agree with you to start. Look at this. Do you agree with me See, on the Astros? Yeah, I do. I, I mean, well, the Astros Because well, like, the, the, the Rangers were close to me. Um, the Rangers I, definitely could have been one. I, I just think the tipping point for me, and the Rangers did a good, did a good job. We're going to get into the Rangers. I, I, I want to save it. Um, but the Scherzer thing was kind of the the uh, what where the tipping point was for me. It was either Verlander versus Scherzer. What was the better move? Scherzer's right. hasn't been the same. Um, you can say the same thing about Verlander, but Verlander was great but in July. But he's back now. Verlander, Verlander, you know, he was hurt. Scherzer yeah, had the back. suspension and, and I mean, too. Verlander had a great July. I yeah, I like so. what Ver, I like where Verlander's at, and now that he's going back to Houston, I. I expect him to produce. I, I really do. I expect to have yeah, a, a, a lot of good starts out of, out of Verlander down in Houston. Um, and, you know, he's comfortable there. I mean, I, I don't know. If you look at it in hindsight, like if the 
if the Astros gave him six more million, they wouldn't have had to give up their their top prospects. But then then again, the Mets are also paying him most of his contract anyway. Yeah. So it you know it's a little give and take there. However you want to look at it, what you value more, the prospects or the financial side. The Astros could have just kept Justin Verlander, in my opinion, and kept yeah. those prospects. I know the I know the Astros they don't they don't care about giving up prospects just because of they're the Astros and they're in contention right now. Right. Um. They're not they're not will you know they don't need to bring up any more guys. They, they can go out and get anyone really. So and and they have a good roster as well. I mean that's why they they won the World Series last year. So I like what the Astros did. I think they they, they made a good move for me in the NL. It's got to be the Marlins though. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I think that's I think it's a great pick. Um, yeah, so let, let's uh, let's do meat and potatoes. We're about to have some meat and potatoes at some point here. You know, I'm, I'm hungry. Starving. We're in the ballpark, but we're going to do the podcast first, obviously. Taking BP behind us. Yes, sir. Cocoa Crisp serving up some, out there. some meatballs. This is great, Look man. at that. Look at that. This is really dope, man. This is really – this is awesome. This is uh, some uh, – going from baseball heaven in Cooperstown to this, it's really – Really been a fun couple of weeks. Yeah, man. I, listen, we said we had some things in store, some cool yeah. episodes. Um, I wanted to do this for a while, um, and I, I'm glad we were able to figure this one out, and we got it rolling. We got got things going here, and, and look, we're, we're here we're here in Wilmington, man. We're, from, we're our 22nd episode. How about yeah. that? 22. Episode. And we're already it's down. It's like Taylor Swift. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. I, I know you know that song. I know you know that song. I'm not it's a one Swiftie of my favorite like Taylor you, Swift songs. That's I, one of my I don't favorite. mind Taylor Swift. I can listen to some I, of the songs. But. I go from hardcore metal to Taylor Swift to rap to Travis Scott's I, new album that I haven't listened to yet. I'm an Ariana Grande guy. I know you more are. Than, more, of a, more than a Taylor Swift guy. But. I know you are. She, she's a good artist. I've she's heard great. she did a song with Two Chains a couple years ago I really liked. She did. So. All right. Um, so let's get to just the general talk. Um, obviously, winners and losers. And we can just kind of go back and forth here. I'll I'll give you uh, – I mean, we don't even have to talk about this just because we are – you already mentioned them. Obviously, one of my winners that wasn't talked about enough because they're the Marlins. Um, but it's – you know, even if they're a division rival for us as Phillies fans, I think it's really great to see the Marlins going for it because they're a team that usually isn't in it by this point. The only reason why they were in it in 2020 was because of the shortened season. Let's be real. But they're in it at this point. Um, and they went out and they got some pieces. I don't know if they're going to be the playoffs. I don't know. I think they're going to be down to the wire. Uh, I still think the Phillies are a little better. Um, watch out for the Padres. Uh, Padres didn't really do much to the deadline. Um, I don't know who else yeah, they got. They got Rich Hill. got Barlow. Rich right? Hill, yeah. Rich Hill. Yeah, fine. Yeah. G-Man you know. Choi. Yeah. <laughs> big, big boys got to produce. Um, so Marlins I mentioned. So I guess I'm going to mention two teams, and let me know what your thoughts are on this. I'm going to mention two teams that sold because you can't okay. just mention the teams that bought. Okay. The White Sox, I thought, did a really good job. Um, they stay, so they got rid of Giolito. Um, I think for them, he wasn't ever going to be what they wanted him to be. I think they wanted him to be like an elite, elite pitcher, and he had a really good season a couple of years ago. He threw that no hitter in I think 2020. But for them, I don't think Giolito was really what they ever wanted him to be. Lance Lynn has been terrible uh, the last couple of years coming off an injury, I believe. 2021, he was great. Um, so I think it was time for them to trade them away. Um, and I think, I believe, in the Giolito trade, um, Lynn, Lynn was the Dodgers, right? Yes. Yeah, Lynn, who else? They traded Berger as yep. well. Berger's um, gone. And I believe they got back, from what I read, four top-ten caliber prospects. 
So you still have Luis Robert. You're still probably going to you know, try to build around him. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, what's his face, Eloy Jimenez. Yep. Um, I don't really – I'm trying to think if they have a, a couple of other young players. Um, Tim Anderson, I don't know what, what's going with Tim Anderson. He was not dealt with the deadline. <laughs> no, right? he was not. He, he was, was not. not. And he finally hit his first home run like three days ago. Um, so I thought the White Sox did a good job. I, I didn't think – you know, I think they, it was time for them to sell. Um, they made the postseason a couple of years ago, lost to the Astros uh, in the divisional. And time for them to sell. They weren't ever going to win with this team. You know, I had LaRusse as the manager last year. It didn't work. Um, so White Sox are my other one. Okay, I like it. Um, for me, I got to go with the Rangers. I thought yeah, the Rangers had absolutely. a really good deadline. Um, you know, losing to Grom, yeah, that hurts. That, that, it, it definitely hurts. Um, but, you know, they, they bring in a couple of deals. Austin Hedges from the pi- Pirates yeah. uh, to catch. So yeah. I, I think that's defense, a big move. Defense, yeah. defense, defense. Not a great, not great bat. But, but that's okay. His defense good, is really good. Good defensive mm-hmm. catcher. You bring in Max Scherzer to kind of shore it up. Rangers are going for it, man. Did you say Montgomery, too? Yeah, Montgomery. I totally forgot Montgomery. Yeah, I mean too. that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, they, they really they, made they, they wanted. They said Degrom's hurt. Yep. I'm trying to think who else is hurt. Is someone else hurt there in the rotation? John Gray hurt. Some somebody over there is hurt. Yeah. I forget. Anyway, like besides anyway, Degrom, I mean, yeah, listen, no, they they made they made some moves at the deadline that I really liked. Giving getting Scherzer, and I like that they're going for it. Um, I I think they're a talented enough team that they can go for it. They can bring in some more pitching. You know, I think I think Scherzer. You know, he accepted the trade down there. I think he's gonna start to maybe blossom a little bit down the stretch here. Um, kind of struggled up in New York. I mean, New York's a mess. So, and you know, I, I will say I was correct about the New York Mets implosion uh, sure. of a season. Um, I, I didn't yeah, think they'd be I'm this not, bad. I can't but, disagree. I can't but disagree. I didn't think they'd be this bad. I didn't think they'd be this bad. But they've been pretty bad. Um, but yeah, like I, I think Texas. I, I think Texas really did a great job. Uh, at the deadline, adding a, a, a catcher, adding Scherzer, and adding Montgomery. I, I think those are some and good And a Roldis Chapman. Yeah. And Roldis Chapman looks like a Roldis Chapman again. Yeah. And they, yeah. Added, they added him, what, a couple of months ago. That was, yeah. that was a little from KC, yeah. from the Kansas City Royals. Good so, move for them. Yeah, great move. I, I like what Texas is doing. They're a team to watch uh, coming down the stretch here for yeah, sure. Yeah, them and the Astros going to be a fun yes. race for the finish. Really fun. I will have to say I have an honorable mention as Go ahead. Well. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Blue Jays. Yeah, Blue Jays. Jordan Paul DeJong. Mix, right? Yeah, Paul DeJong as well. Yeah, I'm trying to think, is DeJong having a good year? He's been okay. He's been okay. But they yeah. lost both. Bobochette got hurt. Right. So you want to have some insurance, have a little bit of depth there. I like that move. So I, I got to give the Blue Jays credit. I mean, they're Underrated the AL East, man, it's tight. <laughs> it's, it's tight. tough, man. So uh, I, I like the Blue Jays adding some more depth to their team. So got to give them credit, too. Yeah, um, and my last winner – and you mentioned them while you were mentioning the Rangers there. I mean, the I, I thought – I didn't know. I, I thought the right thing for the New York Mets to do was to sell. I didn't think they were going to do it. And maybe it looks dumb because they have the highest payroll and going into the year they're trying to win. And, of course, we love what the Mets are doing right now as Phillies fans as far as, you know, them having a losing season. But I think you got to give them credit. They had a great trade deadline. Yeah. They had balls to say – all right, they told Scherzer, hey, we're, we're trying to actually not compete until 2024, 2025. They had the balls to tell them, here you are, you're going to, to, to uh, Texas, uh, Verlander, you're going to Houston. And, yes, they have to pay that money, but you got – I'm trying to think how much uh, – they, they've got, like, good uh, – they got a good return as far as prospects go. They got Acuna's brother. Yeah, Luis. <laughs> yeah, Luis. Right. Yeah. So like another Acuna in the NL East. Yeah, they they got rid of Eduardo Escobar, who was right. You know, goes to the Angels. <laughs> Tommy Pham to Arizona. Right. Yeah, and they they, they got they got good returns. So like 
I got to give them credit. I'm always the one giving the Mets credit, I feel like. You know, I was wrong about the Mets this year for sure. Watch the Mets go on a run now. Uh, Listen, they're not going on a run. They need a Scherzer, and they, <laughs> they need those stink. egos out of their Scherzer. It, it, and it, there's nothing more that makes me happy. Sorry. Sorry, Mr. Musico. I love I'm, Matt. It, it, uh, Matt. It makes me happy seeing the Mets fail, uh, blowing things up. I am so ecstatic that they're doing that. They traded Scherzer. They totally, I, I said in the beginning of the year, having signing two 40-year-old pitchers is not going to guarantee you wins. It's not going to guarantee you wins. How many times do I have to talk to, to you about this? It's not going to guarantee you wins. I get they've been Cy Young winners in the past, but the injuries come, and that's what's happened this year. And they haven't been the only problem. They've had a lot more problems defensively, whatever. It wasn't going to work from the beginning. The Mets are not going to compete for at least two to three years. It, it they makes won me the happy. deadline. They won the deadline. They didn't so win they the won. deadline. They, so I predicted a win for the Mets this year. They lost because they had to give up on their season when they spent all this money. That's a loss to me. A loss. Yeah, but they, 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 I got, they I get in it. the they face of the, adversity, they did what they uh, had to do Give me a deadline, break. Stop so. defending the Mets. They stink. They choked on the year. They punted. They did a good job at the deadline, right? They did a good they did job okay. at the They did okay. They got some prospects back. Okay. And you never know. Prospects cannot pan out. And, you know, we're here right now. Some will pan out. Some won't. Well, they had so. to get Scherzer and Verlander out of there. They knew what they were doing there. So, um, all right, give me uh, give me some teams that will regret, regret, regret doing what they did at the deadline a year from now. <laughs> the Yankees should have did more. The Yankees. They're in agreement. Should have done more. Obviously. Spencer Howard, are you kidding me? <laughs> Kenyon Middleton. Yeah, they added another. They added another player at the deadline. I don't know, man. I, I'm with the, you. The Yankees. Brian Cashman has to do more, man. You're the Yankees. You're in a different spot than every other team in Major League Baseball. You're still in a competitive division. That's just where I'm at. I, I just I, I think the Yankees should have done way more, and they're going to regret it. They're going to regret it because they could have made a run. They got Judge back a little bit healthy. I don't know. They should have done more. They're the Yankees. Yeah, I mean, like, what, are you relying on Judge being your deadline piece to <laughs> yeah. pick up now and for him to hit 50 home runs in two months now? Like, I mean, I don't know. It, it was uh, – I can understand a lot of Yankees fans right. are frustrated for sure, uh, and I can totally understand it. So, I'm with you on the Yankees. Now you got to hope that, you know, Stanton and Rizzo can – you know, Yeah, because they're they're not hitting well. Uh, so, I mean, the other one for me, what was an interesting one was, I don't know, like the Guardians stood pat. They didn't really do much. Like, they got Noah Syndergaard. They got rid of Ahmed Rosario because Bell. I know they like one of their the young players. Um, I know they, they traded Aaron Savali, which is weird. Uh, I forget who they got back in that trade. It was a young young hitter um, from Tampa Bay that they really like, and he's they're projecting him for 2024 to be kind of a, a piece for them from what I read. Uh, so... I don't know. Like the Guardians were just weird. Like I don't. Like they're two games. They're two games out from uh, Minnesota, and Minnesota didn't do much either. Um, so I don't know. Cleveland's usually a team that gets in and like they'll make some noise. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I Cleveland mean, was a weird one. They kind. They were, Yankees they were, were obviously in Cleveland. They were kind of half sellers too. Like they were kind of yeah. sellers. It, like it didn't really make much sense. I don't know. Shout out to the Rays for making that not, move. And That's they're not far move. out of that division. I believe like at the deadline they were only two games out. Well, Central two keep yeah, the two right two now. Two games out. Yes, yeah. yeah, so they're still two games out at this point. So I don't know. They they were kind of weird. I, I'm kind of with you. It sucks. Uh, another thing that I want to mention. It's kind of a loser. Uh, the Dodgers not getting Eduardo Rodriguez him vetoing the trade. Yeah, shout out to Eduardo though, because you know you don't see a lot of moves like that. No, guys won a World Series already before. Yeah, I believe he's had some complications. He's had health issues, so 
you know, sometimes people don't take these things into account, the personal yeah. stuff. It's not like, yes, of course, it's about winning, but, you know, these, they're still human beings at the end of the day. So um, I agree with you on the Eduardo one. Yeah, I, I think, you know, you're the Dodgers, you always want to – they didn't really do too much uh, at this deadline. Yeah, so there's somebody that's – kind of shocking. Usually they're they're all in on anybody. Machado. Yeah. So that was kind of shocking. Turner and Scherzer, make, right? That's what kind of made yeah. this deadline kind of like, bleh, you know? Yeah. Like they, they, the hell, Dodgers? <laughs> they didn't the do much. Right? The Yankees didn't do much. The market just wasn't it wasn't as strong as years past. And yeah. I wonder if it has to do with the wild card. I was going to say the same thing. It wasn't like this last year, yeah. but it was only one year. Now it's year two. I agree because teams think that they're in it now. I think too and many it's, teams it's do. The, like, we'll see in the future. But is it like the opposite effect yeah. where you're not going to be seeing big guys go at the deadline? Uh, I don't know, man, because, like, we like fun trade deadlines. We do as baseball fans. So, I mean, I, is it is it going to be in a couple of years it's going to be take your pick? Do you want the fun trade deadline or do you want more playoff teams? I want more playoff teams because this wouldn't have happened without it, okay? <laughs> as long as we keep going to the World Series. You went all the way up to World the front of the camera. Of course I'm I did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to see that. It's just a shirt. Oh, bro. I know. You have the same shirt. I know. Do you? I don't have that shirt. I have the I have the actual shirt. I have the white one. The actual? This is dope too, though. It's a good one. It's a good one. All right, now you're trying to be official and stuff. I know. I wanted to. Get, I wanted the official stuff. Lieutenant Nick Earnshaw. Lieutenant Colonel Nick Earnshaw. Um. Oh, so I. Uh, so you mentioned uh, which teams did you mention here that will regret? Yankees. Yankees. Okay. So, um, I, I said the same thing. But Guardians too. Okay. Uh, what about teams that? I'll, and I'll go first here. Teams that will love from what they what they did from a year from now. We kind of mentioned this, and I won't elaborate on too much. Astros, um, I think it'll be worth it for them if they can try to make a World Series title run again. And if they get to the World Series and win it, of course it's going to be worth it. I'm going to say with the Rangers, and I'll just go right there too. The Rangers, I think for them, they got their offense is so good. Seager's healthy right now. Seager just came back, I believe. Um, you know, Josh Young, Josh Young, I forget how to say it. Marcus Semien, uh, Adelis Garcia. I mean, Jonah Heim, they have a really, really good offense. Um, and, again, adding Montgomery, Scherzer, Chapman, I think that the Rangers are going for it. I think they have the roster to do it right now. Astros over there too, though. So I think Astros, Rangers, teams that will a year from now will say, hey, we made the right moves at the deadline. Okay. I, I'm going to give a different perspective on this one okay. from looking from a year from now. Okay. And it's not, not even me being a homer. I think the Phillies. I think the Phillies because they didn't give up their farm. And I Great think point. that I think that's I think that's really important here. Now they added Underrated point. Lorenzen, um, and I, I think he's going to help them. He, he's really more of a rental. Um, you know, they made another minor move. Eight innings Bailey. today, baby. Yeah, trading Bailey Falter as well. Um, but I think that the Phillies not giving up their farm, not giving up Painter, not giving up Abel, not giving up McGarry. I I thought McGarry was gone. I, I thought he was as good as gone because I thought he was probably your best prospect to trade at this point. You know, he's your number three prospect. And I thought, yeah, you could probably trade McGarry and get some good value back. But they didn't. Um, they only gave up one top ten prospect. And, you know, they have Justin Crawford. He, they kept him as well. Um, so they kept their young pieces and they kept that core of, of, their, of their farm system. And the Phillies, we know in the past, you know, when they gave up all their guys in the farm, they didn't win for 10 years, 10-plus 10 years. So I think it's very important to keep those young players. And usually you, may, you might think, yeah, Nebraska will, will part ways with, with some of these guys, and he didn't. He stood pat. Um, he made some minor moves. I think Lorenzen's a smart move. They're going to go to the six-man rotation. But 
Um, you know, I, I thought they were going to get a right-handed bat. They didn't. But I think keeping these guys going forward, because you have to remember, the kind of, the core of the Phillies, they're all in their, their 30s now. How long is this going to last? How long is this you know run going to last with this team? And you have to think about that. You have to think about the future a little bit here, too. And, you know, they, they kept Rojas, uh, who's really, came, you know, you, you know, out in center field uh, for the Phillies. They kept Johan Rojas. I, th I thought that was important, too, um, because now you got you got some young guys coming up. And, you know, you still have Alec Bohm, you still have Bryson Stott. But when these guys get older, like the Trey Turners, the JT Romutos, the Harpers, you're going to need young, some young blood to come up. And, and perform, and you know they, they kept they kept those guys in the farm. So I think that's really really important for the Phillies. You know, you become a smart guy, <laughs> and I know I, I want to I, I want to because you know we work at you know uh, WIP in Philly. Uh, for anybody that doesn't work, you know, out there is, is watching. We appreciate you watching, listening. That isn't from Philadelphia. No, we work at Sports Radio in Philadelphia, and the whole sentiment is like, oh, you know, a lot of fans say, screw the farm system. You're trying to win every year. What do the prospects really mean? So. It, I, you know why I hate that? So why the why the I, I don't I'm not gonna curse because we don't curse in the podcast. Why the f do we draft them? What is the point of a farm system if you if you're just gonna trade them uh, all, all the way every year? There's a reason why the Braves are in contention every year. There's a reason why the Rays, for the most part, are in contention every year. There's a reason why the Dodgers are in contention every year. And no, they don't win the World Series every year, but a lot of teams don't. It's hard to repeat. It's hard to build dynasties. You know, it was hard for even the Astros to win two World Series in the last however many years. I respect what the Braves do. I respect what the Dodgers do. I respect what the Rays do, especially the Braves. The Braves are smart. They know how to build up from the farm. Uh, had that core, and then get moves at the deadline or in the offseason, like a Donaldson on the Braves who had a good year with the Braves. Rosario, who was NLTS, World Series MVP, I believe. Soler hit a big, right? Jorge yeah. Soler. Um, Adam Duvall. Like, not sexy, huge names, but they know what they're doing. They're smart. They're scouting. Everything. I, I, I love what you said because, like, and this is, like, the Phillies fan coming out of me, but, like, I want the Phillies to, and I, and I want this for every team to, to to look at the blueprint that those teams are, you know, are the teams I mentioned with LA and Atlanta and Tampa Bay. That that's an underrated thing to do. It's hard yeah. to win the World Series, and you know what? A lot of teams, a lot of times, just get lucky and get hot. Let's be real. The Phillies got caught lightning in the bottle. That's saying they didn't <laughs> deserve it. Nationals 2019. Like, come on, man. Like, sometimes you get hot at the right time. Sometimes it's just worth it. You know, maybe it sometimes it's worth it. It's an underrated thing, not sexy to talk yeah. about. It's worth it not to go for it. Do I, would have I have been mad if the Phils tried to get a Randall Gritchick or a Fam or a Canna? Somebody like, you wouldn't have to give up too much for them. But um, I, I think you make a great point. So I just wanted to, I yeah. kind of ranted there, but yeah, I, a I, great point. Yeah, I, I like that they kept some of these young guys. Like, there wasn't anyone out there that you loved or you could get a good deal on then keep them keep your prospects you know you have some good prospects the Phillies have the Phillies have kind of built up their farm system again a little bit here so to just trade them away all of a sudden real quick after this core is over with Harper Turner Real Muto Schwarber what are you gonna do you know what I mean like you might be stuck again for another 10 years so I I, I think it was smart to stand pat if you didn't get the deal you liked and Nebraska's a smart smart baseball guy smart man been in the game a long time and that's what he did and I, I respect it for him you know I, I would have liked to see the Phillies add a little bit more but yeah. you know you got to figure the future as well here yeah and uh, we'll see we'll see where Rodolfo Castro does as long as he's not on his phone yeah. at third base texting yeah. texting at third texting at no third. I don't think anyone will be texting out here today 
Nah, I see. What a beautiful, uh, what a beautiful ballpark, by the Coco way. Coco Crisp would not allow anybody no, to. He would not. He would not. So, yeah, beautiful ballpark um, here in Wilmington, uh, Daniel S. Frawley Stadium. Yes. Uh, so, shout out to um, Kevin. I'm sorry. Kevin I, can't, I didn't want to get his last name wrong, and that's your guy. So, but seriously, shout out to Kevin for letting us be here. Liz this Welch as well. Liz GM Welch. Of the team. Liz Welch. Shout out to Liz. Uh, for you know, for for letting us do the show here, this is really really cool. This is uh, this is really fun for episode 22 to be here of the shift to be here is really really exciting. Um, so Nick, why don't we do the outro? Outro. You do the outro. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of it. minor league ball. I know you're a little more of a minor league guy yeah, than me, man. so you wanna to talk some minor league ball? Yeah. Um, give me. We'll just start with general. Give me some like top prospects you've been following this year. Uh, you know, maybe that are playing in the Major League Baseball right now. I know who some of the guys are already going to mention. Um, but give me some guys like a Jackson Holiday. How's Jackson? He's number well, one. Jackson Holiday's had, he's had tearing a really it up, good right? Year. He's been tearing it up. He's still number one ranked pros- prospect uh, in baseball. Um, he, the, the Orioles have a star on their hands, have a star. He's moving through the ranks really quick, hitting the baseball well for contact, for a little bit of power here, plays really good defense. I uh, like what Jackson Holiday's been doing. Guy that started here in Wilmington this season came over. Now, I got a little story for you, Francisco. Last year, uh, you remember the Juan Soto deal on deadline day with the Padres? I was here that day. I was really? calling a game. Oh. I was getting the news as it came in. Who's coming in? Robert Hassel III, James Wood. James Wood. Was Mackenzie Gore part of that Mackenzie deal? Mackenzie Gore was also yeah. a part of that deal. Uh, C.J. Abrams as well, wow. uh, part of that deal. Yeah, it was a big trade. So it was a big deal here in Wilmington when that trade happened. I didn't get to call any of his games last year. I got to see a little bit of Robert Hassel III. I believe he's up in A now. Um, he's one of the, the Nationals' top prospects um, as the Wilmington Blue Rocks are a Nationals affiliate. James Wood has started his year here in Wilmington, tore it up. He's now in A. Between those two teams, he's been unbelievable. He hits for power. He's a, a, a nice bat to have in your lineup, and he's really starting to come along. So he's the one guy I've really looked at this season, and you have to be excited about it if you're the Nationals because um, there's not much to be excited about if you're a Nationals fan right now. Not too uh, much. You know, they, they won the World Series. I kind of um, wanted Lane Thomas as a Phillies yeah. fan, not going to lie. A couple, couple years ago, they, they win the World Series, um, but now they've kind of replenished the farm system. And between uh, the, the two teams this year, um, you know he's, he's been really good. 293 in Wilmington. James Wood batted, uh, so that got him up to Double A. He's been cooled off a little bit from then, but he's an outfielder on the season on base percentage here in Wilmington. 392, 580 slugging, 972 OPS. Good. Um, so I, good. you got to be excited. Uh, 44 hits, eight home runs, 36 RBIs. This was all in 42 games. So. James Wood is is a prospect. I wanted to bring it back home to Wilmington that I'm so excited about. Jackson Holiday, another guy as well. But yeah, James Wood, get get excited about him. He's gonna be a name to watch. Uh, anybody, anybody in Wilmington here that you've been looking at? Besides, so, I know you looked at James Wood. So there's been, um, there, there's a couple of guys still down here. Yasiel Antuna is an interesting prospect. He was a top, I think he was a top five prospect. Definitely a top ten prospect. What's his name Yasiel Antuna. Yasiel Antuna. Um, definitely Tuna. a name to watch. Um, he. He's, he's, he's struggled a little bit um, in his couple of years here in the system. Um, he's an international signee, I believe. Um, I, so when we're watching the game tonight, player to watch, Yasiel Antuna, um, they've tried him in the outfield. He's tried at shortstop, struggles defensively. But, like, when he gets the bat rolling, 
This is a guy you want to watch for coming up. Yasin Lantuna, he's fallen out of the top 30. If he can get back into the top 30 maybe next year, I think he's a prospect to watch for. Okay. Uh, anybody else? Is Yasin Lantuna anybody else here to watch? So I do have a couple more names. So three guys that we're going to see here in Wilmington that are still on the roster as we speak doing the shift right now. Jeremy De La Rosa, Jake Bennett, and TJ White all on the Wilmington Blue Rocks this year. They're the three of the top ten prospects in the national system. Three guys to keep an eye on. All right, I'm excited for that. Excited to watch some uh, some good baseball here uh, here tonight as they play the Hudson Valley. What is their name? Renegades. <laughs> Renegades, just like Jay-Z and Eminem. Yes, <laughs> Renegades. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're really excited, man. We're really excited here. Anybody else? So is Ellie, Ellie De La Cruz still a prospect technically or no? I mean. Because that's all I want to know because Gavin Williams is another name I looked at. Yeah. He's you know, been really good with Cleveland this year. Um, he's one of the top prospects. Uh, I'm trying to think of. I was on my laptop. Uh, who else? Uh, Jordan Lawler for the D-backs. Anybody else you can tell me at the top? Junior right Caminero, another name. Okay. He's another name to keep an eye on. Uh, if, you know, if you're a guy into prospects, uh, looking at guys coming up. Uh, Tampa Bay Rays, you know, they just they just <laughs> field prospects. They, they, they do a great job in their farm system. Uh, he's a third baseman. Uh, he's ranked 70 in the top 100 list. Uh, he's 19 years old already in double-A. So um, <laughs> a guy to watch in, in Tampa Bay system for sure. And just one more uh, that I, I you know, kind of cried a little bit when I saw his name in the top 10 prospects list because, you know, as I'm wearing this shirt, I was hoping he'd be a part of the World Series team this year. Andrew Painter, uh, who will not be here no. for the next like year and a half, yeah. which sucks. And we wish him the best, obviously, as Phillies fans. But the guy was like pretty much the top pitching yeah. prospect in baseball, and uh, you know it sucks to be doing you know doing the show. I mean, not doesn't suck to do the show here, yeah. but obviously it's awesome. But you know it sucks that we don't get to talk about him. Be you know, know. possibly having uh, you know some major league. Uh, starts under his belt. Could have been the Ellie De La Cruz of the pitching. Uh, imagine world this that. Year, the young, young I was ready to get like a painter jersey. I know. Or a jersey. I saw. I didn't get to call any of painter starts last year down here, but I did get to call Mick Abel and Griff McGarry. So they were down in Single A for a while last year. I love Mick Abel, man. I'm so glad they kept him. You have no idea how much that means to me, dude. Yep. If he can get his command right and control those those breaking pitches, oh man. He's got some nasty stuff, dude. Those secondary pitchers from Mick Abel, definitely something to yeah, watch. Yeah, Abel and did Griff McGarry just win. Uh, I don't want to go off too much of a Phillies tangent, but real quick, Griff McGarry, I think won. I thought I saw Matt Gelb retweet it. I'm gonna pull it up here. I saw you somewhere. He won an award? Did he win like? Yeah, he won like. Uh, yeah. He won like pitcher of the month something or whatever. Like wherever yeah, he's. You're right. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. The past real couple quick. months or something. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to Griff McGarry. We love to see that as Phillies fans. Yeah. Um. I'm just gonna look at. I just want to look at a few more. Any, any Marcelo Meyer? Can Another you tell guy. Me anything yeah, he's now? he's been okay. I know this I'm putting year. on the spot. Yeah, he he's been okay this year from what I've read. Um, he's bought. Is was he Boston? Yes. Yeah, he was Boston. So I haven't kept too much tabs on him, but he's another guy that, that's been in the top 100 for a little bit now. And, you know, I, I know Boston, they've kind of shocked some people this year yeah. a little bit. So Somebody else that hasn't been that great this year, I don't think. Tamar Johnson, I don't think for, don't for think Pittsburgh. He's been that great. Yeah. I think he was number one pick, but I, I, yeah. I could be wrong. Tamar Johnson, Logan Ohapi has been good. When he's healthy, been, yeah. when healthy, he's been good he's for just, the he Angels. He just came back a little, little while ago. He's 29th ranked. Yeah. Yeah, so he's traded him to the Angels. He's going to be right. a really good catcher, man. You know who else I'm excited? Jason Dominguez in there. He's 40th. The Martian, man. Yeah. He's had a, had a down He's had a down year this year, I believe, uh, yeah. at, the, at the dish, um, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I mean, 
There's a lot of hype about Jason Dominguez. A lot of hype about Jason Dominguez. Um, you know, the Martian, the nickname, he's gotten it. Uh, saw him a little bit. Played for the Hudson Valley team we're going to see tonight um, okay. before. So um, I think he's up in double A, if I'm not mistaken now. So I think okay. he's had a little bit of a down year. Um, but, you know, that happens. You know, this is why they're developing. I mean, you can't just go straight to the majors in baseball. It's not like football. It's not like basketball. Right. You're going you're gonna to go, gonna go down on the farm for a little while, and when you're ready, you'll get called up. Right, and now one more name I'm going to bring up to you because I want to know your thoughts on him. I haven't really looked at his numbers this year, but uh, well, I can actually look at it right now. Triple A right now, Mason Wynn. I mean, mm. the, the guy throws mm. like 300 miles per hour <laughs> over from the shortstop <laughs> position. I'm excited to see what this kid's going to do. It says this 2023 with Memphis Triple A, 278, 351, 458 slugging, 809 OPS. Yeah. Good numbers. 16 homers, Good. you know, 16 stolen bases. Let him develop. Yeah, of course. Ball. I'm just, yeah. hey, man, I, I want to see these guys not, get up to the You're not going to get Ellie De La Cruz's all the time. Ah, here we no, go. I'm just saying. Ah, you know, always got to come back to Future rookie of the year. Always got to come back to Ellie. <laughs> not future. He, 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 got, he got a little cold. So did Corbin. All right, relax. But I thought he was going to get hot and take it off. Now he's definitely not going to win it. Um, so, yeah, so, and then what last one. I know I keep saying last one. Okay. Last one because I just saw his name. Drew Jones. Drew Jones. He is the 13th ranked. In the top uh, 100, right? Yes, and I want to see him go up, come up obviously because he's freaking. Well, we've seen we've seen Colton Kowser come up. Oh, he's been horrible this year. One eighty two, two ninety seven. Colton Kowser came up for the, for Baltimore Orioles. Yes. Um. So he's he's gotten off to a little bit of a slow start, but he, he's picked it up as of late. Um. Orioles are stacked, man. <laughs> Orioles are stacked. Yes, they are. They, they had a chance to yeah. get a Verlander, but Verlander wanted to go to the Astros. Yeah. So Flaherty's how much fine. is that really their yeah. fault? Yeah. I don't know. But all right, let's end the show, Nick. Yep. Let's talk about. Wilmington Blue Rocks. As far as some names that came through here, shout out to Kevin Linton. Yep. Right. Look at that. I emphasize the name. <laughs> shout out to Kevin uh, again for you know letting us do do this here. And he kind of mentioned some names to us. We saw a Johnny Damon jersey in there. I read John Lieber pitched here. Yes, he did. Carlos Beltran played here. Yeah, dude. There's a lot. I mean, it, so the the Blue Rocks um, they were the Royals affiliate for a while. Phillies too. A while, a while. So Bobby Witt, I believe, also played here. As well, um, another name, a little younger name, but yeah. um, they're also the Red Sox affiliate for a couple of years, um, and you know now they're the Nationals. Now they're part of the Nationals organization. Um, Damon is a guy that sticks out to me, man. Uh, definitely a guy that sticks out. We saw going through the you know the bearings of Daniel S. Frawley Stadium. Right. Uh, we saw a lot, a lot of uh, autographs from him. Uh, but you, you kind of mentioned the top names, man. They absolutely great. Well, one I didn't mention the Moose. The real Moose, oh, Mike Moustakas. I was waiting for it. I was the waiting moose. for it. Actually, Mike Moustakas is the real Moose, okay? Waiting for I it. I don't care if Earnshaw, Jorge Earnshaw was here 100 years ago. Well, that's actually disrespectful. I don't mean it like that. <laughs> I do care. He was in Baltimore awesome. system. He was in Baltimore. The, moose, the real Moose, George Earnshaw, he, he was in the Baltimore really? system. Really? That's wild because yeah. the, the real Moose was in Baltimore's major league team. <laughs> that's crazy. Mike Moussina. Moose. But Mike Moustakas did play here. Yes. It's another one. I think he's – is he with the Rockies with the Angels yeah, now? Yeah, I think so. Hey, he's been all over now. Hey, he's been all over because he doesn't. he's not good anymore. Let's be real. I believe Salvador yes. was here. Well, I'm I not mistaken, I Perez. I yeah, I, I think name. Salvador Perez was here too. I read I, – I wrote down a few more names. Yep, Salvador Perez I think was one. Uh, where was the name? Beltran was, Sweeney. Mike yeah, Sweeney. Mike Sweeney, that's yeah, right. I mean, yep. you're probably a little too young. I remember Mike Sweeney. I remember Mike Sweeney. You know the name. I have a little deal. Yeah. I remember remember seeing it here, studying my history of the Rocks. Eric Hosmer? Hosmer, yeah. I mean, most of that World Series team in the Royals came through here, yeah. Right. Uh, Danny Duffy? Yep. Jacoby Ellsbury? That's right. Was that with – that was with – 
Is that with Boston? Is that why? I guess. Yeah. Yes, that would have been when they had the short, short time with Boston. They were affiliated yeah, with. Shout out to Coco Crisp, former teammate, right? Coco Crisp. I think former teammate Coco Crisp, yeah. Billy Ellsbury, or maybe Coco Crisp before. I don't know. Cause it was Something, like that. Field, though. Something like that. Um, and then last one I have to mention here. Future Hall of Famer, possibly, Zach Greinke. Yes. Also did. Yes. So there have been some pretty incredible names. Um, and now you add Nick Earnshaw to that list as well, the son of one of the Mooses. <laughs> The OG you know. moose. Is that a moose? The blue rock? Is a blue I rock think a it moose? Is, yeah, I think it is. You never thought you ever think about that? I never even thought about that. It's a moose. I wish there would, I wish we could like turn around. I don't feel like doing all that. <laughs> we, but, you could you could look at the yeah, graphic. Well, we yeah, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll put it up on the screen. Uh, what, what time? <laughs> it's like okay, all right, I just remember the song. Yeah, all right. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, the moose. The moose, the moose, the moose is everywhere. The rocks. Here in Wilmington. Yes, we are. Uh, so any other names that we can think of before we That's go? That's all I got off the top of my head, yeah. We're probably going to forget some. There's probably going to be, oh, Robin Roberts, I thought. Yeah, Robin Roberts. Yeah, when they, yeah. they were the affiliates. Back the in the way, way back. Yeah. Yeah, way back before we were, you know, yep. when the moose was around. <laughs> so shout out to the moose, George Earnshaw. Shout out to Kevin Linton, Liz Welsh. Look at me. I'm getting names right everywhere. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just getting better. Too. I'm just meeting everybody. It's exciting. It's really a homecoming for him here at Wilmington. So this has been episode 22 of The Shift. I know you did the intro, Nick. You do the outro since this is your home. <laughs> you do it. Go ahead. I'll take us out, Francisco. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you to the Blue Rocks. Thank you to Kevin. Thank you to Liz for allowing us to do our show here. I'm sure we'll be back at some point next season, too. I, I, I think we have a good relationship with the Blue Rocks here, so we'll, yeah. we'll be back. I can guarantee it. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to The Shift. We're out here from Daniel S. Frawley Stadium. Boom.